0: As the evergreen actress Audrey Hepburn once quoted, nothing is impossible. The word itself says, I'm possible. Also, as Nicole Kidman says, to be an actor, you have a certain amount of madness in you. On this note, in this episode, we are going to discuss about a young girl's dream to enter the world of Bollywood, her journey with her body struggles. Transforming herself both physically and mentally, her path leading all the way from New York City to India, her journey of self-love struggles and emerging through the obstacles is truly an inspiration to one and all. Hey guys, my today's guest is a damn special person who captured my heart in just a single conversation. And sometimes, that's all it takes, right? I have never met a person this humble and absolutely zero ego. She is the one and only Crystal Imara. Crystal is an actor par excellence, animal activist, professional dancer theatre major, born and raised in New York City, who is currently in Chennai making her debut into the South Indian movies. Hearty congratulations to you, Crystal. More than all of this, she's an amazing soul, and that's what strikes me the most beautiful inside and out. When I first approached her, she was so respectful and so kind to me. Her gentle words and softness touched my heart. She's one person who I trust who is gonna make big in life and conquer all our hearts. So hold on guys, this is going to be a marvelous ride with this inspiring soul. A hearty welcome to my show and thank you so much for accepting to be on my show Crystal. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yay! (laughs) Uh, So Crystal, being born and raised in New York City, like why India and what enticed you for the movies here in India?
1: So ever since I was a young kid I watched mm-hmm. uh, Bollywood films with my grandmother and uh, that was kind of like my connection to Indian culture like Bollywood movies was everything to me I would come home from school mm-hmm. and with my grandmother I would just watch a movie you know kuch kuch hota hai kabhi kushi kabhi guns uh, it, it everything and yeah. I just fell in love with it and I learned Hindi through watching Bollywood films wow. and um, At a very young age, I always said to my grandma, I want to go to India and I want to become a Bollywood actress. Mm -hmm. And that's been with me ever since I was like six or seven. And I I made a goal for myself that when I turned 22, 23, Mm -hmm. uh, once I was done with school and everything, I would pack up my stuff and move to India. And that is exactly what I did. I turned 23 and I flew to India. Mm
0: -hmm. Wow. And yeah, that's super cool. And what was your life back in New York? Did you attend any classes, theater, like where you offered Broadway? Like, how was it there?
1: Yeah, so I actually uh, went to a regular high school. I didn't go, I didn't um, like go to like a special art school or anything. Okay. Um, But then I did get uh, invited to a very special theater program um in a school called Juilliard Performing Arts. A lot of people know that as one of the best performing arts schools in the world. Only a certain few can get into that program. And I was selected wow. and I was I was blessed enough to be able to do that. And um from there I auditioned for a few Broadways uh performing like to perform on Broadway. But and then I realized I'm not a big fan of theater. <laughs> I liked films. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of like Broadway. I -hmm. think it's super cool. And I like, I commend people who are on Broadway. But for me, it's just, it wasn't my thing. So then I slowly got into modeling. I started mm-hmm. modeling for some really good brands. And that's how I started like making my money. And then I was also a makeup artist. Oh, so I, okay. I've i had a lot of jobs. I've worn a lot of hats. I'll just like run through a few. I was a waitress. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked at a pet store uh, bathing uh, dogs and cats.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I've done it all. Um, I have worked, like I said, a waitress. I was, I, I worked as a bartender. I have uh, worked in a spa cleaning like the tubs of the manicure basins and the pedicure basins. I've done it all. And then I finally got certified as a makeup artist and I started working for Sephora. And that's where I was for a while. I was a makeup artist for about three years. I worked for some of the best brands like Chanel and I worked at Bloomingdale's and Saks Fifth Avenue. That's how I raised my money. That's how I saved up my money to make the move to India. But
0: so when you came to uh, (laughs) India, did you feel accepted here right away? Because you're from overseas and you know, you might feel like eccentric or how did how did it go? So the first
1: time I came to India, so let me kind of go back. I I was 16 Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to wait till I became 23, 24 to come to India, I, my grandma had passed away. And I was just kind of looking for myself, I was kind of lost, I was in a really dark place. And I, you know, I was just like, I'm gonna go to India. Mm -hmm. And everybody was kind of against it. They were like, you're too young, you you're you're not ready. And I should have listened. But you know, when you're young, you're rebellious. Mm -hmm. And I was like, No, I'm gonna go. And I came and I fell on my face, man, I failed so hard. I've had some of the biggest producers like look me in the face and say you are just not meant to be an actor you need to find another course of work mm-hmm. um i had people say that i was too fat that i didn't have the look that i had somebody say my nose is too big for my face oh my i've God. had it said i've had a lot of like and imagine being 16 years old yeah, you know I mean, and getting these things said to you, said to you it was it was tough um so then i just um I packed back up and I went back to the US and I decided I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna work on myself, I'm gonna work on my craft. Right. And, uh, and then I met my boyfriend. Christopher, wow. uh, Yeah. And we've been together for now going on four and a half years. And I, I believe we've talked about this and I'll just yes. like say it again. <laughs> but when my grandma passed away, mm-hmm. I, I was in a really dark place. And after I came back from India, I was kind of, I was really down, man, because I, I didn't make it, you know, I thought I was going to be this big Bollywood celebrity. Yeah. And of course I, I didn't make it. And, um, I went back to the U.S. I started working in makeup stores again, you know, and oh, I was tough. So then it's like from scratch. I, yeah. Like I, I had to do everything over again. And it was just tough because when I left the first time, I told all my friends at the time, like, I'm going to go be a big Bollywood star. Oh my God. How embarrassing. Right. Yeah. And then, um, Yeah. So then a few months after I got back home, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start going to the gym. I need to work on myself. I need to lose some weight Um, because I did. I did see what the people were saying that I was overweight. I was overweight, um, at least to be in the industry at that time. You know, but now it's a completely different mentality. Yeah. I started going to the gym and I met Christopher. I met Chris and I honestly swear to God, that was my grandma. Like my grandma was like, you need somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And I think, yeah, he saved me because this time around, everything is so different.
0: And um, Crystal, when we first spoke, right, like you did mention that you were shamed for the way you look, and you know, might mm-hmm. your body, your weight, and especially, uh, you know, your language and your the way you communicated. Mm-hmm. So, how did you take mm-hmm. all of that? How did you respond to that? And were you like broken or like you? Did you feel demotivated? How how was it? So like I said, the first time around, I was completely
1: broken. Mm-hmm. The first time around, it was so tough for me. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you're I was young, I was 16. And yeah. I, everything that people gave me, I, I, I took it to heart, you know, but right. this time, oh, let me tell you, mm-hmm. this time, I'm a completely different type of creature. Okay. I have think I've, I was born again. I don't know if that um, sounds weird, but I, yeah, no, I, no, I, I can totally understand. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like I am myself. I am who I am. Mm. Whether you like it or not, I'm going to be who I am. Mm. Um, I'm sorry that you don't find me attractive or you don't find me to fit the mold. That's none of my fucking... Like, I'm, I can't mend and mold myself to fit this, mm. like, this uh beauty standard that people have. Mm. I'm not going right. to do that. And I've learned that with time. Mm. Um, right. but now like for an example, I had somebody, uh, when I was, uh, auditioning for the LACME fashion show, yeah. they were like, uh, cause I'm, I'm pretty tall. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm five, seven for, right. for a girl. I'm pretty, you know, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, at that time, uh, I was about, I don't know, like 62 kg. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, and the lady who was doing the auditions was like, well, you have the height, but you're still a little too chunky. For you know, 62? you're still too. Yeah. Oh my God. yeah, yeah. she's she yeah she was like you're still a little chunky and I and I looked at her and I said the fact that you think that instead of using the word fat and mm-hmm. you use the word chunky it doesn't make it less hurtful
0: right yeah. you know yeah
1: and yeah. i I think it's such a bullshit thing that people in India do. And mm-hmm. back home, they don't, mm-hmm. they're very, very careful with the words. that yes. But here, yes. it's like, they just throw words out there and they think that we don't get hurt.
0: Yeah. And
1: I, but like, if I was back in the day, I would have been really hurt by it. But I'm like, I looked at her and I was like, you know, chunky is not a really nice word to say to people. I'm just saying, maybe yeah, you yeah. don't know, but. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's,
0: nice it's, a, it's not the right way. And on top of all these, they throw around these words, and you know, it it's like normal. So if any girl who's a plus size or who is anorexic, you know, mm-hmm. that she feels okay. It's normal to use those words. Okay, I I have been insulted and humiliated this way. That's yeah. all right. So you 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 normalize it, and that's what I hate about that. You know, it's yeah. it's not okay. Yeah, it's not okay. It sucks
1: because it's like, you know, it's just like somebody saying, oh, my God, she needs to eat some food. She's so skinny. It's the same Mm -hmm. thing telling some you don't know what the other person is going through. You don't know what their uh, bodies have gone through. You know, some some people can be, you know, having like body issues without you even knowing mentally you're fucking them up by using these words. Oh, you look chunky. Oh, you look curvy. Oh, you're thick. These words are just—they we just throw them around like it's nothing, you know, and it's not nothing. Like just, just stop doing it. It's not okay, and it's causing mental health issues for a lot of not just women but men as well. And it's just—it's not okay.
0: And when when coming to this topic, uh, Crystal, beauty, uh, what is beauty for you? And how do you define it? For me, beauty is much beyond the physical looks, right? Like your character, Mm -hmm. your personality, your confidence. That's what makes you right like your knowledge. Uh, But in reality, I know this sucks but it's not the way I sounded right now Obviously. it's yeah so how did you handle all of this because at least we are not in the film industry You're mm-hmm. you you are facing people day to day so yeah. how how do you react to those kind of people so I've, I've learned a, a very good lesson
1: in my years of uh, working in the beauty industry itself. Working in the makeup industry, you see people who just think of you as what you are outside. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I, I honestly, I 1000% believe, yes, you can be a beautiful person outside, but you can be a very ugly person inside. Mm-hmm. And that ugliness does show. I don't care what anybody says. There is that moment that you meet somebody, you're like, that's an attractive person, but... I don't know. There's something about him or her that I don't like. That's their ugliness coming out. Right. I thousand percent believe that. And I, the way I deal with it is that you mm-hmm. could think I'm beautiful. You could think I'm ugly. It doesn't matter to me. Cause mm-hmm. tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do what I need to do to love animals, to love people, to teach people to love themselves because tomorrow is not guaranteed. Right. You know, we all, we all live life as if, you know, we're going to live for a million years, you know, and well, we worry about clothing and shoes and houses and cars. When, when we die, we don't take any of that with us. What we need to do is become better people, become better humans, right. help the planet. You know, yeah. uh, what we leave for the next generations to come is going to be so important. And I know that a lot of people don't think about that. Everybody just thinks about this moment and right now, but there is so much more to think about. Like, Honestly, if you even look at my Instagram, I have maybe 10 articles of clothing. I live a very minimal lifestyle.
0: Oh, yeah. I and have seen one of your posts where you said, yeah. you know, it's, I mean, you were supporting uh, local women businesses, like you bo- just bought a material for like, might be $2, $3 and then yeah, in India, and then you gave it for stitching. And that was like, might yeah. be everything was uh, under 10. So that is, you know, sustainable clothing for me. So yeah, yeah. and that's why I say, uh, Crystal, beautiful inside and out and your posts. Thank you so um, much. And your posts about feeding dogs, I think you do it almost daily and the yes. dogs and, you know, the kind of messages you give even of the littering, you know, I, I really, I really appreciate that you even like mention
1: that, you know, and I honestly, I hate posting things up. Like, I don't like to show it like, you know, but sometimes you have to show it because yeah, if for- you don't show it, yeah. people won't learn, Right. you know, and um I, it's it sucks man like the littering i can't stand it right. and it's not just here in india guys like it yeah. happens in yeah, yeah. when i am from new york it's a dir- it's a dirty state
0: right and uh, crystal what is fitness for you i know that uh, during Ooh. our conversation uh, you went on to a beast mode and you know you transpired mm-hmm. yourself transformed yourself mm-hmm. so uh, can you please share with our listeners uh, what it was and how did you feel when you entered into fitness and taking care of your body?
1: So for me, more than the physical appearance, I really, really liked the feeling I got from working out. I liked the energy that I had. I ha- felt very energetic. Like I was feeling very lethargic before when I was a little bit more on the bigger side, at least for my body frame, I was bigger and I was feeling very tired. I didn't feel like doing anything. And then what really sucked was when I put clothes on, I knew I could look better. I knew that I could feel better. So right. I started working out. And then in the beginning, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was just in the gym, like just watching people and trying to... To, you yeah. know follow them yeah. but now it's been 3 years that i've been dedicated to the gym i have lost a total of i want to say 35 kg wow i've lost okay. th- yeah 35 kg okay. uh in the span of 3 years it's not like overnight a lot of people think fitness is overnight no 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 <laughs> <six years>. fitness <laughs> is not overnight <laughs> yeah it takes years 30. like i have followers who message me they're like oh i've been working out for 6 days i don't see a difference yeah girl same like. You're not gonna see a
0: difference
1: right. that quick, yeah. you know. the mo- The motivation, the dedication has to be there. When when I first started, I'm not gonna lie. When I start, when I wasn't seeing results, mm-hmm. it took me a, like a while to see results, and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't see anything like my body still looks the same, I still look the same. The only difference was that I was feeling more energetic. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know, you start seeing the difference. And fitness for me, I honestly just don't think it's a physical thing. I just think it's a mental thing too. Like it I'm having having like a really rough day like my shoot was tough or I had a bad day in school I took it out at the gym and it really helped me to like sleep well you know mm-hmm. I'm also vegan I yeah, don't know yeah, if you know I know that. <laughs> so yeah I'm vegan so that was a big big help for me too not for weight loss or fitness but just mental health and helping the planet and all that
0: Wow, that's amazing. And I know uh, when when you talk about being vegan uh, here in India, it's not like in New York or like it's not like in abroad. Mm -hmm. Uh, The options are really limited. How do you manage? Mm -hmm. And especially with your weight management, it's the major is protein, right? So how do you Mm -hmm. like do you cook for yourself? Like how do you manage all of that? Yeah, so I
1: cook every day. I if I'm shooting, like let's say I'm shooting six days a week. Sometimes mm-hmm. my schedule is crazy. I will cook a full meal prep for the week. Um, I don't wow. eat out. I I don't have okay. somebody coming to my house and cleaning my house and cooking for me. I do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I just personally love cooking and mm-hmm. I like to know what goes into my food. Mm-hmm. And I've been vegan for now six years. So I've I've had some practice when it comes to like cooking. Mm-hmm. Um And for protein wise, a lot of people ask me like, oh, where do you get your protein? Protein is actually a lot of times people Mm -hmm. think protein comes from meat, you know, cows and chickens. But you got to remember, where do the cows and chickens get their protein from? The protein is not something that just goes around in their meat. No, it's what they eat. So it's basically like eating the third, the the third party, you know, you're eating the person who's in between, but why not eat the source of the protein? You get what I'm saying? So yeah. i've been recently really into seitan um it's like oh, this wow. uh, yeah
0: i love that you yeah. know what it is yes yeah yes. seitan
1: is amazing
0: yeah I love it's it. it's just
1: yeah. like uh what is that thing that you guys eat here too is um soy soy, balls? soy yeah. balls soya chunks yeah soya chunks yeah same yeah. same thing yeah. and you know it has so much protein right yes so much yeah yeah, yeah. like if you eat it with some beans or chickpeas Mm-hmm. It has so much protein. I uh, made a burger the other day and I got a, I got so many people wow. saying, oh my God, I'm going to go vegan because I made a burger and right. I put up the information about the burger. Mm-hmm. A regular hamburger, I'm talking about coming from a cow, right? Yeah, yeah. has anywhere from 22 grams to 30 grams of protein per burger. Right. This burger was completely vegan that I made with seitan and it had 38 point something grams of protein. Wow. So just think about that right yes. there. I'm you know like I'm eating all my protein and I didn't hurt any animals or I didn't hurt the planet, yeah. you know. So the the biggest one that I get mm-hmm. with the veganism is that people are like, "Uh, but animals were put on this planet for us to eat." I hate when people say that.
0: Yeah, I mean seriously. <laughs> I am a vegetarian and my friends, you nice. know, they they, uh, they start telling me like, you know, "What you're not enjoying life and on top of all this, like, how do you see, I'm a plus size, right? So you don't eat meat. So still you're fat, you know, this question I get asked a lot. Oh like my you, God. you don't, you don't eat meat. You don't eat non-veg. So how are you still fat? So I'm like, Ooh. what? exactly what the fuck Uh, yeah so I get (laughs) asked all these questions like you know it's it's... you should
1: you you should be like you know what you need to just go educate yourself because you shouldn't even like the fact that they're even asking you that question pisses Mm -hmm. me off like I can't even (laughs) I get it all the time
0: too there are various sources of protein for us, right? Like there's, like how you said, soya chunks and sprouts, mm-hmm. dal, and the yeah. pulses. These all give protein. We have a pretty balanced diet, eating meals my mom cooks. So that, that yeah. F- is an ideal diet, but I don't have to eat non-veg for that. That's your choice. I don't disrespect mm-hmm. it. But at the same time, don't disrespect me, right? Like my choice.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This is exactly what I, I never, my boyfriend, when I first met him, he wasn't vegan. For, mm-hmm. for two and a half years, I was cooking him meat. I don't oh. know if that makes me a hypocrite or not, mm-hmm. but that's his choice. His choice he exactly. wanted to eat it. I'm the cook of the house. I was cooking him chicken and uh, whatever else he wanted. But now he's been a vegan for going on almost two years. Mm -hmm. And I'm so proud of him. But I never forced that decision on him. I feel like everything is your decision. I honestly, if I could suggest one thing to anybody listening, is to watch the uh, documentary, The Game Changers on Netflix. It has nothing like a graphic. It doesn't show the killing of the animals. It just shows you the scientific facts about what eating animals and animal protein does to the body. Mm -hmm. And the amount of unsustainability eating animals has on the planet.
0: Awesome. And uh, Crystal, did you follow any fat diets or, uh, you know, like, see, as a layman, uh, you know, we usually speak like that actress is so beautiful, so thin and the perfect figure. So they she must be we also body shame them, right? Like, they must mm-hmm. be eating uh, so less or breathing air that is this. And <laughs> they, I mean, they would have invested so much amount in gym or, you know, the trainers and liposuctions and all of that. I want to know as an actress, what's your uh, take on this?
1: So as as uh, somebody in the industry, mm-hmm. I personally have not done a fad diet. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big, I'm not big into diets. I like to yeah. eat my food. I like to have my junk every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never did the whole eat 500 calories a day. No, no, no. I respected my body from the beginning to now mm-hmm. enough to know that I need to feed it. If you don't eat, you're you're messing up your body for the future. So okay. I'm very thankful. My mom was very good uh, raising me. Uh, she never really body shamed me or made me feel any type of way. Even when I was at my biggest, my mom was never like, you need to cut down eating this. You need to cut... She just let me do my thing. She knew that time would come where I would figure it out for myself, right? Okay. But um, like I never did keto. Mm-hmm. I never did none of that. I can't. I can't. I just... It's like it's like depriving yourself. Like if I want to have a fucking Oreo, I want to have an Oreo. Like nobody's gonna stop me. Stop me, <laughs> you know. I'm like being at shoots. You know, I see how some of these girls eat, and I feel bad for them. Like they open their buzz, right? Dubba's. Yeah. What they're yes. Here? Yes. Yes. Lunch. Okay. Yes. <laughs> they open their lunch lunch boxes, and it's like a salad with tomato and lemon dressing. And I look at them like that's enough for you. And I'm over here with my seitan burger and my <laughs> French fries, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> For me, I can't. I can't do the whole salad eat if you can do that, more power to you. But me, no. I can't. I love I love
0: myself too much do to do that. Right, yeah. Stop, 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 stop. Don't worry guys. We shall continue this interesting and intriguing conversation in my next part of the episode. Thank you so 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 very much guys for tuning till the end of the episode. It really means the world to me that you invested few minutes out of your precious 24 hours into my episode. I would be Even more grateful to you guys if you can go to my episode and please subscribe and leave a review out there. You can share the screenshot of your reviews or any kind of key takeaways of the episode. Please make sure that you tag me over Instagram or Facebook. Let's see how this episode can bring value to so many of your friends and others. I will give a shout out to you as well. Alright, that's it for now. I will look forward to have you in my next episode of Musified with Ashy. Let's rock and roll. Take care and ciao.